Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome back. Man, here we are uh, almost on the top of a new year and Jerry's here with me, and we're up with money. So, that being said, hello, Jerry. Oh, hello. Perfect timing. I just got my headphones on. <laughs> just made it. It was always timed out. <laughs> yeah. I got a poor puppy sitting next to me looking out the window at all the snow, like, when's it going to go away? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to say the O-U-T word because you know, she's going to want to go, but... You know, she's looking at that snow like, this ain't cool. <laughs> well, got some frigid temperatures even down here. I got snow out there. Nowhere here is much snow as you got. Yeah. Down to 15 below last night. Supposed to be 16 below tonight. And oh, never- so you really you really got hit by the global warming. Oh, yeah. The global warming is really nice and hot down here at 15 minus. And yeah. 16 minus tonight. And our high today actually got up to 16. I mean, that's really hot, you know, when it's just minus, okay. <laughs> well, I mean, those temperatures are, are rolling across the whole entire country like that. And, uh, you know, that global warming is just, you know, just really just barding the country. Yeah, I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's some really hot weather for everybody all over the place. With white, yeah. With white sand falling out of the sky and, uh, and a bunch of kids down in Jerry's neighborhood, they dropped so much sand on the ground that he's got piles and piles of it. Yeah, well, my neighbors had to um, bring in a big Caterpillar front-end loader to get rid of some of that global warming. They had to just scoop it up and uh, drive it away and dump it in the river. You got too much global warming. (laughs) They had to to get the heavy equipment out for it. Yeah, it's awful when you got that much global warming going on. It's just terrible. Yeah, it's horrible, you know. You know, I'm not even sure if uh, my global warming gloves and hat are... You know, gonna you know really keep me that warm through the winter. I should have got a better <laughs> pair of global warming gloves. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I see we got a couple people in here with us. I appreciate you being here. Cause we got about five listening. So. Yeah, I'll have to jump on and look, you know, and take a peek at. I find it interesting, you know, and I like this, you know, it's like with um. Our shield's up here on YouTube, and you got one particular one by the name of Ronnie. You know, if you call him a shield, which he is, you tell anybody that he's a shield, or, you know, if he thinks, do you think he's a shield, he wants to stuff from him and I come to his channel, and he says, and since you have no reason listening to his videos, if you think, why would you want to listen to his videos, he says. Well, because there's an old saying that's true. You keep your enemies closer to you than your friends. Yeah. Another one you can trust. And besides, if you listen to his message, you know, fill things backwards from what they really are. So, you know, you want to be careful about that, but you can get some information out of him just by listening close and being awake enough to know what's going on. Yeah, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot of different positions many p- different people are in, you 
you know, there's average people that just do their YouTubing for fun about the truth or this or that. And then uh, I'd consider people like me and Bill that are really, <laughs> I, I consider it more of we're in a little bit of a fight, you know, cause we're battling this stuff. And, um, sometimes you have to play with them. You have to, um, lead them to get enough information from them because sometimes the more they talk you know you know what, what what's funny i always find funny with the shills and the trolls is they you know you have to sometimes if you pretend like you care you know they'll try and they'll go more and more they end up giving more and more away about themselves but they don't it doesn't matter how many times i've told them especially being a double amputee i've grown up on my life being different I don't care what other people think of me. You know, if I walk a little funny or this or that, that's something I've had to get over. So me caring what other people think, or they think they could destroy my reputation or whatever, they're still not smart enough to figure out that I really just don't give a shit. <laughs> they really, and it doesn't matter. I mean, I've told them before, you know, I don't really care. And, you know, <laughs> they could say whatever they want. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't, you know, I, I just sit back and, you know, you know, use my people and we sit there and learn about them. You know, it's and, you know, the, the, the crazy thing is they're like, you know, they play like this whole thing. Well, we don't preach violence this and that, you know, bullshit. Let me tell you something. What these people were involved in and all these false flags and everything else. And despite what people made me think. All right. If you fake a murder, if you fake a mass school shooting or a mass truck, run them down or whatever. That's an act of violence. And let me explain why. Because these events are often uh, ways that the government is trying to instill uh, a traumatic event on the mass public or fear or whatever. So we also know that when there's um, MRIs done and everything else, that trauma can actually create minute lacerations in people's brains you know, on a very small scale that is, you know, unable to be even seen except for within, you know, high-tech equipment. So, therefore, when they do these things, it's actually violence being taken place on the public. Therefore, we have the natural law right to defend ourselves violently back against these people. And that's the point, this is the problem that people don't understand about what's going on with these false lies and everything else, is, you know, if we went up and just, you know, took the pitchforks and torches to these people and just, you know, put them through the, through the guillotine. We have the natural law right to do so because they committed an act of violence against us first. Just because they didn't actually shoot real bullets or whatever or kill somebody for real does not mean they did not commit violence on society. When you commit mass trauma... It does. It's a form of violence if it creates scarring in your brain, even if it's on a minute scale. So, therefore, within every right to commit violence against the people that commit these things. And it's perfectly legal under natural law. They committed it first. We are defending ourselves by committing violence back against them. Oh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. That's actually in a nutshell. And, you know, and these shields, a lot of them, you know, they're actually... Even though a lot of them are very well-spoken, very educated, very smart people, they also have their dumb. They also some of their dumb feel really good because for the tool, they're willing to betray their own country and commit treason in the acts they're doing. 
And at the same time, while they're committing treason and they're talking about, oh, treasonous traitors within the government need to be locked up, while they're committing treason themselves and scaring the people, leading you down the rabbit hole, you know, it would be like Roy Potter. I'm a lieutenant from the military. Well, anybody that's awake understands the military-industrial complex is a very credible organization. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, you hear why he's called the military, so you want to give him respect. But it don't matter to the military because the military-industrial complex is very evil, and they're following their orders just like the government is from the same people we're playing against. So for these skills that think they're getting by with something by helping these people, they seem to forget in history, replace itself when these people finally get their wants and everything's in place. The first people they're going to take out is these shields because these shields have big followings. Yeah, it's that's exactly, you know, that's if anything from World War Two, it taught us, you know, um, the first person they they went after were their own professors and uh, community organizers, you know, basically the version of shills that we have on the computer today. Those were the first people the Nazi Party went after because they knew they weren't going to be able to live up to their promises and commitments and that they were just going to screw these people over anyways. And they didn't want those people feeling like, hey, they've been screwed over. Now let me take my voice that I've been able to build up within the community and turn it against them. So they know. I mean, this is something that's easily researched. They know that those are the first people they have to kill so or, or get rid of. So you know what? I mean, being a show is probably not the smartest thing because, number one, you have to worry about getting killed by the, uh, you know, by the powers of beer or whatever. Uh, and number two, you're just morally selling yourself out, you know. And, and here's the thing is, you know, Oftentimes we know that these people don't even understand that, you know, they've been convinced that they're doing something right or whatever else. But, you know, when you see – but then again, you know, it's tough, though, because when you see people like Monograph where you know they're just mentally ill and sick and disgusting people. I mean, you've seen some of his videos where he's attacking women and shit like that. I mean, it, it, they're evil people. <laughs> so, you know, I, I think the other case of it is maybe some of them do know they just don't care. You know, they just don't care. It's either all about the money or all about their ego boost or whatever, but they don't care. Well, you know, I think they're doing a test, but, you know, oh, Aaron here says, uh, wants to say that it's the same thing every week. Well, you know, recent, recently, you know, I keep track of my enemies, too. And while I'm keeping track of my enemies just today... I mean, I've seen the dumbest stage show I've ever seen from them. Okay, really, I mean, it was pretty dumb. But you know, they were throwing fear porn, and this is brand new. And here they are throwing fear porn at everybody about rounding people up again. But what you want to pay attention to is the fear porn. There could be something up. Getting ready to do something. Not saying there is, but you know, we're coming into a new year. Well, they always hype things up worse than what they'll actually do. That way, when what they do happens, it won't seem that bad. You know, that's just part of their procedure. It's baby steps. You know, and, and that's why so many people think, oh, the end of the world's coming. This, oh, my God, this bad thing. Oh, my God, it's going to be giant this, that. 
No, we know they take baby steps and that they've learned through everything they've done in history. It's it, we're especially with the today's technology and everything. They can only take baby steps. They're, that's one thing they're kind of trapped down to is they can allude to all kinds of gigantic things and scare the hell out of people. But when it comes down to it right now, they're kind of trapped in only being able to take baby steps. Like me and Bill have talked about before, you know, they can't get rid of the technology. They can't have an EMP go off. What happens if nobody's plugged into their computer and following all the shields or, you know, or not being able to watch CNN or whatever it may be? They need people hooked on their technology. So we know they want to keep the technology at least going so, you know, they have that technological control over people. And we also understand that the the tool, like Bill always says, tool, the, the money tool, you know, if they can't totally collapse the dollar to a certain extent because you know that could put them in a precarious situation they have to delicately balance a collapse so that's going to be interesting to see because yeah something does happen have to happen to the dollar because the way you know the market corrections everything else but here's the thing we're at a point in in history where it should have done collapsed a a while back a couple years ago and it hasn't I mean, it's been floated. It's it's almost it's beyond a miracle that it's still being floated. The economy is still uh, up and running today. It's beyond a miracle. So why why is it that they're, they're they have to be struggling to make this economy survive like it is? They have to be. You know, the, the bullshit that's got to be fed into the marketplace to make it look like it's somewhat stable is got to be astonishing. So there there's got to actually be a lot of effort into keeping it like that so i don't think they're gonna completely or really want it to totally collapse because that's gonna be another hole you know people can't pay for their internet well then they're not gonna be able to get all the programming you know they can't play for their tv they can't get all the programming you know they need they need people to have a little bit of money to pay for because i mean when it comes down to it we pay for our own brainwashing whether the cable bill you know the internet all that stuff we pay for our own brainwashing that's exactly it. People are pay, paying money every month to be brainwashed, to be lied to. And they just, you know, so many people can't see it. And so I have to agree. I mean, I cannot say it's going to be interesting watching it, but I don't see them totally collapsing the dollar like the fear porn says, because to collapse the dollar like they say overnight, you're going to get a whole lot of people awake at one time, and they don't want that. No, they don't. <laughs> you know, you take away people's paychecks, and, you know, you'll make them destitute. You know, it's it's not like it was in the um, uh, 1920s. You know, <laughs> a lot of people have guns now. <laughs> and yeah. a lot of people have multiple guns now. And, you know, they they're going to have a tough time if they lose control of America, gaining that control back. And that would be, that would be one of their, I think would be, you know, even for these elite, I think it would be a a stupid move because that's, you're you're taking a big time chance with that one. That's a move you're taking a big time chance. Some people think that that, that's what they want. And, you know, with these crazy people, sometimes you don't know. They might, you know, because they are that nutty. These people are that nutty. They might want to just watch and see what happens. But, you know, I, I don't think they would want to play that much of a card of chance. You know, that's that's taking a huge, big chance because, you know, if by chance 
the right people get organized when that does happen, you know, we could take our country back and they don't want to chance things like that. You know, I don't think, I don't think they're sure enough about this country to think that they can gain control back again. I would if agree. there was a mistake. Yeah, I agree with that. Now he says here you can collect free shit from uh, Craigslist and Facebook and build a mansion way faster than working for the McDonald's. Well, yes, yeah. it's true. <laughs> I mean that is true, but just remember this: yeah. if you collect free shit, you actually build something out of it. They claim ownership of the land. Yeah. And if you think you can build something, well, I bought my piece of land and I own it. No, you don't. Uh, you never own it. Trust me, I found that out. <laughs> you don't never own that land. You know the only people yeah. actually own their land are the criminals. They don't pay property taxes on their land. No, 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 they actually own it. But us, the slaves, we're not allowed to own that land. Oh, yeah, they gave you a deed and you paid it off and you say, I own it. Well, don't give them some money for what don't belong to them once a year. Watch how fast you don't own it no more. Well, look at the look at these deals. I mean, there's a couple of cities that have already gone through it. Kalamazoo is one of them, where uh, it was a retired uh, executive from Monsanto, billionaire that bought all the property of bought the city's properties. You know, the 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 uh, I, I don't know. However, it's worded. They basically bought the property taxes. You know, they gave the money to the city now they own everybody all the property taxes are paid to that corporate entity that was set up so in other words the city doesn't own the property your property anymore because really you never even even when i had my house that was paid off and they still swindled it from me and i still got the deed and trying to fight it Uh, now because it was you know the city was put under a corporation and not talking about you know these city corporations by a legitimate corporation that was just set up, you know, by a person, not by a government body. I have to somehow go after this corporation. And I mean, the laws are all different. Is, they are really screwing up, screwing these the whole country with the way they're rewriting property laws, with the you know the way they're claiming property all over the country, and the way they're claiming water. Water's the big one, and people should be outraged. Everybody, you know, I think. You know, part of this shit where everybody's mad at Nestle is kind of the um, uh, diversion because, you know, it's bad. It is good to be mad at Nestle because they are stealing water. But we don't understand what these water companies are coming in and working with FEMA and different departments of, uh, of the government that are actually taking the underground aquifers and everything else and, and grabbing the rights to it. So, you know, being mad at Nestle is great, and that's a, a wonderful thing because it's a horrible company. But we need to, you know, spend more time fighting these, uh, you know, companies like the New Suez Company and, and all these other water companies that are coming in and, you know, claiming, uh, you know, the water that's beneath our feet, you know. Yeah, well, that's exactly it, and that's what they're doing, and people, you know, they don't understand that. They've been coming after people's water rights for a long time now, and they're doing it in baby steps right under your nose. And they literally want all the water on the face of this planet. And they, they think they're such powerful gods, they're going to tell you you can't even collect clean water. That's 
trying to collect rainwater, and they're just going to go to jail and find the one that got. So they're going to kidnap you and throw you in a cage because you collected some rainwater, huh? Something that don't belong to nobody, including these psychopaths. Man. So people should be mad. They should be mad as hell and ready to stand up and fight back, but they're not. No. But skills will get together, won't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, you know. They've done a wonderful job of creating division amongst the people or whatever you want to call it in the truth com- community. But while that's happening, all this division in the in the truth community, the shills are all appearing on each other's shows. And, and, and then we're starting to see people sell out. And it's sad. You know, I mean, I almost I almost I almost, you know, cried the other day when I saw Ole Demigard go on Jason Goodman's show. And it's like. You know, and I and I didn't want to get mad at him because you know it could be a, it could be a situation where, you know, you know things could be rough for Ole right now, and he needed to get some people on his site or whatever to get a little money to live. And you know, I can understand that. I can understand it. You know, it gets rough for a lot of people in the truth community. And you know, I've had my GoFundMe account taken down. And, and you know what the funny thing about this is where the, you know, I, I, I the people that should be the most ashamed are the people that fell for what the, these trolls and shills did. That's not really is My GoFundMe account was it was designed to set up to for money to legally fight these people in court. So when they took it down, that stopped, you know, I mean, it's not going to stop it permanently. I get it, you know, I got it reset up and and doing things a different way, but I mean, it's just like you know how stupid you got to be that you know, hey, if these people are faking in the truth community and other people in the truth community are falling for it, and you can't be smart enough to see that they're hurting people that are actually trying to do something, you know, I mean, like it wasn't my my uh, GoFundMe had like a total of five hundred something dollars in there or something like that, you know, I'm trying to build enough for. And not even a lawyer for me to just get the money to, you know, get the paperwork and everything done. And these people, <laughs> these people want to destroy it. And, and you know what? The truthers that fall for the other fake truthers, I mean, they should kind of be a little bit ashamed of themselves. Because, you know, it's not like it Bill knows. I don't live high in the hog. You know, I drink Shasta soda when I'm treating myself. <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, I'm not. You know, I I live on the bare minimum, and, and I, I've given my life. And you know, that's the crazy part is is when these people think, oh yeah, you're getting richer. What, what, where? When do you ever hear me ask for money? And you know what? I, I've had even from my family. My family's when I went through hell with what I went through. You know, when I fought the false flags in Kalamazoo and lost everything. My family was there wanting to bail me out, but I had to stop doing what I'm doing now. And does it look like I stopped doing what I'm doing? And that's the worst part is, is, you know, we don't get enough credit when we're actually doing this for the people that we don't even like. You know, the shills don't even, the shills and the trolls and the, the sheeple don't even realize that we're doing what we're doing, you know, and going out there and fighting in whatever way we can. We're doing it for them. And, they, you know, that's the stupidity of it all is you get the most fight back from the people that you're actually trying to help. I mean, you know, it's been that way for a long time, even in the dating arena. It's the same thing. The people you're trying to help are all divided and messed up 
and they will attack you. You get attacked by the very people over the same cause, and you're literally attacked by it. So, you know, it, it, it's pretty bad. Gary goes out of his way. I go out of my way. And this is about helping people, and it's about trying to come together to figure out something we can do about this to stop this. And we all know you're going to have to move away from the computers to begin with. Yeah, we have to be more clandestine. That's the way. That's what's going to have to do. It's the only thing that's going to work. But you know, it's like, I'm sorry, we're not. We ain't rich, or you know, we can't afford to. We're not Mossad. We're not the bankers. We can't afford to hand you the tool just for you to fight for your own rights. Mm. Own rights to have your life and your stuff that you have now. Without somebody paying you to protect your own stuff, then there's something seriously wrong. Well, there is something seriously wrong with everybody in this country. That's obvious. Yeah. So, you know, so people really need to back up and think about this a minute. This is going to affect your life. It was everybody's life as much as it's going to affect mine and Jerry's. This is not a one-way thing here. You know, I can think of an awful lot of people that don't want to lose what they got. Yeah. And, and it's not about stuff, too. I mean, to me, it's always been about principles. And, and I, I don't know, you know, I, maybe I will, when I woke up, I woke up different than other people or whatever. Maybe I woke up the same. But I think when you wake up, you go through a little bit of a process. Of course, you go through the, you know, the whole, like, almost like grieving process, like, you know, oh, my, the shock the depression and then you start to work out and overcoming it and everything else. But, you know, also part of waking up, you see so many horrible things in the world and, you know, I'm by no, by no chance I was, I ever a perfect person. And I probably wasn't even the greatest person before I woke up. But I think a lot of people, when they do wake up and you see all this evil out there and there is lots of evil out there. It's like some of those, uh, basic morals that you had that were instilled in you when you grew up or whatever, it, come back. You know, it's just like, holy shit, I don't want to be one of those evil people. Or, you know, I, I, I just like when I woke up, I, I don't think I've had, I've maybe had two or three beers since I woke up. And that's about it because I realized the evils of the alcohol industry and I don't want to be a part of that. I started eating healthier. You know, I started being nicer to people when I was out, you know, going around town or whatever. I started just, you know, when you wake up, you, you I think some people see the evenness is out there and you don't want to be a part of it. So it does boost your your morals up a little bit or, or whatever. It, 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 it makes you care a little bit more. I know it did for me. I don't know how other people, but I know it, 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 it actually instilled... Uh, it, it found the better part of me and brought it out. And I, I think that's important when people wake up, you know, and, and it's, it's, so it's, so it's, it's something that I think people go through when they wake up, you know, I'm not sure if everybody does, but you start caring, you know, when, there was years ago where I was uh, always raised around so many people that were so left wing. I was very, you know, pro-abortion uh, and this and that. And then all of a sudden, you know, when I wake up and I realize, hmm, there's a lot more to life and, you know, different things. And I care more about life now. 
So, I mean, a lot of my uh, uh, ways of thinking have totally switched around. And it's it's a whole different worldview now. But, uh, you know, it's it's something you, you can't get rid of, I guess. It's just, uh, I guess it's a confusing thing to go through. I mean, awakening is not an easy thing for anybody. And, you know, it, I think the tough part is when you start caring so much and you, you try so hard and you, you and then you see how many people uh, just kick back the opposite way and, and they don't even realize that you're actually trying for them. That It's frustrating. I, I don't know, Bill. I, I don't even know what I'm saying. I'm just, I'm well, just uh, gobbledygooking. Well, I know what you're saying, though, because it is. You, uh, you know, even myself, I spent the majority of my life a sound asleep. Okay, the only thing I recognized that was wrong for a long time was the dating scene. I didn't see it all this crap with politics or anything. They didn't care. I just didn't care. I went on every day doing my own thing like everybody else. Okay, but then I got this calling to tell me what the hell is going on with men and women today. And that's what started bothering me. Why the hell are women treating men the way they are? Why are men doing what they're doing? Why is this going on, okay? Why are so many guys that can't even get a woman in their life? What the hell is going on? So I started looking. Well, that is how I woke up. Because you would, you know, at that time, I would never even guess that the political end, the government, clear up to the top of the media, that everything that was actually going on was, I mean, I would have never guessed it in a million years that that was hooked to the dating scene. But after uh, I started researching and digging and I found what I found, I got a big awakening. And the more I woke up, the more I woke up and the more I seen. And that's where this all started for me. So everybody may have their own way of what woke them up. But it is stressful. There's no doubt about it. It is very stressful, especially when you've got to consider that you've been lied to your whole life. That the majority of everything you learned was BS. That can be a hard pill to swallow. And the other thing about that is, too, is (laughs) just because everything you've learned is BS, be careful of the fact that you got to be aware of, all right, well, because when you, you, you're all of a sudden you become ever aware that everything you know is a lie, you got to watch out for the option. You know, just because, you know, something is a lie doesn't mean that the first option that comes along that makes sense is the right one. You know, we don't know if that, that option may be being fed to you. You know, they would like to control what you think. So it's important, it's important to recognize that so much has been a lie, but also make sure you have your guard up enough to what you intake for you to start to believe because they would love nothing other than, you know, once you wake up for you to drop your guard enough to start, you know, believing in a lot of these new age ideas and a lot of the new age crap, you know, cause that's another route for them to even have more control. They've been pushing that new age crap for quite a long time. It is. It very much is. And it was planned. Well, that's just it. They studied the human behavior, the human mind, 
in death for a long, long time. And they know how people act. And they use it to their advantage for programming. And so, you know, you wake up and then you fall right down the rabbit hole with another lie. Hmm. And don't take much for them to do that, you know. They're they're always ready with another light, you know. <laughs> they I, have a, they have one on backup at any time. Well, they sure do. I mean, anonymous disappeared because anonymous. <laughs> so if you ask where anonymous went, because they anonymously hauled ass because they were caught. Okay? No, I still don't. WikiLeaks, okay? Yeah. And psyop leaks. <laughs> And and I try not to harp on people because there are a lot of people that you know fell for these psyops, and you know, listen, they're gonna happen, you know. But you know, I I would <laughs> the worst one is this QAnon. I mean, like I mean, as soon as I I saw something come up from him, I said that's a psyop. <laughs> and I'm like, how? I mean, like by now, people, all right? How are you still falling for the psyops? All right, you know, uh, anonymous. That was you know pretty much an obvious one. It didn't take much to look into it to see that it was a psyop. And then the same with Julian Assange and the same with Edward Snowden. And, and now you're going to fall for this QAnon bullshit? I mean, I'm sorry. You know, that's it's just... People cannot keep on falling for these things. It's getting ridiculous. I mean, I, I think they're starting to dumb their psyops down just to keep up with the stupidity of of the population. I mean, they're, once you really look at them, they're, you realize how stupid they are. <laughs> and it's just ridiculous. And then there's still people out there with WikiLeaks. Oh, WikiLeaks got his Twitter canceled. No, he didn't. They planned for it. It's all a big, you know. <laughs> I, I don't even want to get into these PSYOP things. I don't even know why I'm even talking about them. They're just so ridiculous. You know, I mean, think about Anonymous. That guy Falk's hat, fit mask. All right, Guy Fawkes, just look into the gunpowder pot and see how the Jesuits arranged it, arranged it as a false flag. It's a, it's a what, almost 400-year-old false flag, and people are falling for anonymous? For real. What kind of <laughs> you know how much they're laughing at people that are wearing a Guy Fawkes mask? I mean, no, they're making people look stupid. Oh. All much, right. As much as... To say this, Jerry. Yeah, I see it. It's hard to make the stupid look stupid, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. It really is. It really is. You know? It really is. Oh, my but, God. There we go. Alex has our back. Yeah, we got him back. Yeah. He sure does. Alex has your back. Oops, I'm yeah. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so has your back. Pope, you're delayed. <laughs> you can go on out Jones channel now. <laughs> uh, uh, you, know, you know, that's another thing that these people, these trolls, you know, they think about, I care about all these, you know, <laughs> you know, I don't care. <laughs> You know, I care about my I care about my people that actually care about, you know, making the world a better place and everything else. You know, I mean, that, you know, that's what I'm what it comes down to is, yeah, we are doing it for the shills and everybody else in the world because we need to reeducate the world. But, you know, what I, in my personal life, the only people I care about 
are the people that I see are good, caring people, people like Bill and many of my other friends. I mean, I, my, I'm not wasting my life and caring what some idiot thinks. I, I could care less. You know, it's it's not wasting my time. You know, I care more about what my dog thinks than these people, you know. <laughs> a spoiled dog that she is. <laughs> She's a people, you know it. <laughs> She's a people. She's a people's. It was a fruit. She finally got to be a people. Yeah. <laughs> now, what are we going to do? You know, what else are we talking about? We were talking about the um, the genetic manipulation of mankind. Is that what we were talking about earlier this week, I think, a little bit? Yeah. No, you know, I wanted to touch on that with people. So, you know, because I've been reading a lot about this, and especially we see how the biotech industry is exploding, you know, and it's getting so much money. And then we're finding out that all these people that are dumping a ton of money into these biotech Industries are losing money like crazy, and they're slowly stopping their investments into these to the biotech industry. Well, why? Well, it's come to find out, you know, all these promises that the biotech industry has been making has been a complete failure. You know, and they're finding out that basic, old-fashioned guesswork is actually better than a lot of this, you know, uh, genetic work that they're doing. You know, and they're, you know, they're learning that, you know, and when you talk about genetic DNA and everything else, that DNA has memory, you know, and, and which would be kind of obvious, you know, if your grandfather had a certain, you know, trait and it got passed down to you or whatever, that's genetic memory. So that's pretty obvious and easy to prove. Well, what they're finding out is there's an easier way to uh, manipulate society through genetic manipulation. And so what I'm seeing a lot with these um, constant commercials and constant TV shows with, you know, the LGBT um, um, topics and um, and um, situations going on and technology and everything else and the whole pusher transgender, you know, uh, and all that crap, you know, I, I think that's a lot of genetic training. You know, the more that people see these type of things on television and on videos and and hear about it, you know, it's unconsciously going into people and it's teaching them that these things are okay. And and, you know, you got to remember, they've always planned things so far down the road. You know, they're planning for 20, 30, 100 years ahead. All they need to do is implant this, you know, this, this, these these um, homosexual and LGBT com- uh, transgender ideas into people, and that genetic acceptance is going to be passed down. And of course, what's going to happen? It will end up producing more transgender and uh, homosexual people. So, the way of actually, um, you know, manipulating society better than what they can do in the biotech industry is by just teaching people's subconscious certain things. And I, I believe this is why you're constantly seeing those things in that, you know, in, in TV and everything else. Yeah. And that's why, yeah, that's exactly why you see, you know, that's why TV is called programming. And it's just like when you go to a play, what do you get? You get a program, you know, the, 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 that's what the arts industry is. You know, it's, it's all teaching. It's all teaching the subconscious when people don't realize it. 
you know, it's just like trance music. They're putting you in a trance, you know. And creating, you know, anthropologic warfare is a very bad thing, and it's it's war that is worse than what goes on on the battlefield, and it's something that people don't even realize is happening, but it's yeah. happening every day right in front of them. It is. You know, and it is that is actually true because when you think about it, if it was the way it can be passed down, what he was talking about, and that's pretty sad because the engineering and program's been going on for neons and neons and neons now, and they've divided everybody, races, genders, religions. And then you have more divisions, sports teams. <laughs> <laughs> and then the work site, you have division, you have your little clips, you know, you got your 30 something year olds that run around acting like they're 14, 15. <laughs> uh, and you got the favoritism, and you got the less and the that to keep the division going, you know. What do we do for life to walk around and dump on somebody else for your own gain? And you don't care who you walk all over the top of for your own selfish gain. And that's all and that's all been programmed. I mean, you know, she says right here it's called con- conditioning. Our programming, TV and radio, have always called their shows programmed. Mm. Yeah, and people are programmed really, really easy, like a computer. You know, just like a computer, you're programmed. Mm-hmm. All of your beliefs come from what's been pushed at you your whole life. So, well, people people still think that there's a, you know, a right and a left. I mean, you know, with all, with all those nude pictures of Melania Trump that were out there and everything else, don't you think if the left really wanted to destroy the right, they would be publishing these pictures all over the place or circulating them all over, and that would have been from the beginning? Or if you really think the... Uh, you know, the right was against the left. Don't you think that Hillary would be in jail? I mean, it's a big joke. It's a big joke that, you know, people just don't get, you know, they don't get that, you know, you don't, (laughs) you don't have a choice. You know, they give you an option uh, of their choosing. (laughs) It's their choice. They basically, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's like, um, you know, uh, you know, it's like a parent going up to a child. All right, you can play with this toy or that toy. <laughs> you know, do you really have a choice. You know, what if you didn't want one of those toys? Yeah. You know, your parents saying you can play with this one or that one, or or you're going on a road trip. The parent says, "Hey, you can bring this toy or that toy. That's it." Well, that's what they're doing. You can have this idiot or that idiot. What's your choice? <laughs> and my way of thinking is also what Jerry just said, and I would have to add to that say. Well, your next election, you have a choice between Jeffrey Dahmer, John Wayne Gacy, or Ted Bundy. <laughs> and you got to think, think about it, Bill. We went from <laughs> well, we've got to be the biggest laughing stock of the world. America has to be the biggest laughing stock. We went from some. We went from a gay guy with a transgender wife. Uh, and we still don't even know the guy's real name. We still don't know Barack Obama's real name and, you know, where he was actually born. There's so much controversy over that. We went from a person like that as president to a slumlord that had a high-end escort wife 
<laughs> president. <laughs> that was on a reality show. Well, I mean, we've got to be the, the world's laughing stock. There's no doubt in my mind that the whole world is going, man, those Americans, they ain't right. <laughs> man, they got themselves a president that has a transgender wife. <laughs> okay, so, you know, he's dating another guy that's dressed like a girl. And that's the first lady. I mean, your first he, she. <laughs> and so we have first he, she for eight years of a he, she. Okay. And now we have a slumlord. Yeah. Okay. And his gold digger. <laughs> and his gold digging <laughs> prostitute wife. <laughs> You know, I mean, come on, people. It, it, it's it's not even. And then you got people out there. Oh, Trump's going to save us from the no world order. You get the frick out of here. <laughs> oh, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Hillary and George Soros are going to jail. I'm sure they're on a plane to Guantanamo Bay right now. Uh, QAnon told me. <laughs> exactly. QAnon told me something. You know. And we know we're going to make America great again. You know, we sure are. He's a great idiot. <laughs> you know, I, I, love, I love these memes and everything that these arrests are eminent. I mean, how many years, Bill, have these, like, memes been out there that these arrests are eminent for all these people? Oh, yes. Tell me about it. <laughs> I mean, as a matter of fact, I've already lived through three times at the World End. I can know three times that this world actually ended. And <laughs> ended. For some reason, I still look like the same world I was at before it ended. <laughs> and what I noticed, too, is, you know, and it happens twice a year. Twice a year, um, Planet X comes back. It comes back usually in the wintertime around Christmas, right? A little bit before Christmas, you'll start hearing Planet X Nerebu shit. And then once a little bit in the summer. And it's like every year it comes back. In the summertime a little bit. And then you don't hear nothing about it. And then in the wintertime, oh, Planet X is here again. Oh, no, it's all going to destroy us. Oh, no, Planet X is coming. What the fuck are you talking about? It comes around apparently every year. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It comes around every year. And then once every four years. Planet X will show up. The FEMA camps will show up. Oh, yeah, the FEMA camps. Yep, they'll be here once every four years just before election time. You got to worry about the FEMA camps. You got to worry about martial law. I mean, just regularly, every four years, you can count on it, okay? Get yeah. back on the next election. <laughs> yeah, and I'm blue. I agree with you. Fucking Planet X. <laughs> and, 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 I mean, the... the you know what is actually the most disturbing is the amount of money our government has spent on psyops just on the American people. I mean, the amount of money on psyops. I mean, just think what they could have. I mean, never mind the money that they could have spent. You know, instead of going to war over stupidity, that they could have spent on our roads and building and developing America into a, a great place. But the psyops, just the psyops alone. The amount of money they've spent on just bullshitting America under psyops. Think about what that good, that the good that money could have done. Oh, it was, uh, wonderful things. Yeah, I mean that money could have really saved the infrastructure of this country. Yeah, but, but instead, it, you know, 
Instead, they got to have Planet X coming around. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I mean, you know, that's like when I did that video of the, on Tron, uh, oh, Trump's budget cuts. So the slumlord manages to cut government funding for apartment complexes that go by based income base, which is government subsidized housing, okay? The only ones he didn't touch was the ones that are Section 11, you know, uh, HUD. Well, that's because that's his apartments. <laughs> he don't want to lose any of his money. Mm-mm. He don't want to be shut of you down. And that's going to cause a bunch of homelessness in this country one more time. And then I made a statement in that towards the end of that video. Now, of course, I can't confirm this. But from everything I've seen, I think there's probably some truth to it. And that is that there's some of these homeless people actually coming up missing. Yeah. To never be seen again. And that's scary because I wouldn't put it past our government to already be doing stuff like that. Baby steps under your nose. I mean, you know, so the, these wealthy elite, the amount of money that they have could feed the just one of them. Could feed the entire world. Could could take it out of hunger. Can you know? There. It, it, not only that. Look at people like Bill Gates. If he spent half the amount of money that he spends on vaccinations that kill people and get people sick and test people on developing agriculture in poor countries, just think about what great that would do. Just think about Bill Gates instead of spending all that money on you know hurting Africans with their stupid vaccines. They actually, you know, took that money and put it into developing agriculture in in these developing nations, and you know, maybe helping, you know, plant or not plant, dig new water systems and 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 all this and that. I mean, I mean, <laughs> instead, people glorify him for his murderous activities when it would be so simple to take that money and do the right thing with it. You know, and, and, and it's amazing to people that they just don't seem to care. No, they don't. It's just like, thank you, thank you. I'm sure glad you gave me that vaccination shot. <laughs> yeah, now I'm sick. <laughs> I've checked now. I can't figure out why because I know that you would never hurt me. Even when he said he wants population down to blah, blah, even though he <laughs> Yeah, I mean, think about it, people. I mean, you know, if somebody says, you know, I want to see less people on this earth and I want to reduce the population, that's not somebody you want to get a shot from. <laughs> you know, you know, you know, it's like. Yeah. You know, you, you wouldn't go to a, a, a store that sold, you know, poisons. And ask for a loaf of bread. <laughs> you know, that's just, you know, it's just redundant. Okay. Uh, they got some organic poison. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's ridiculous. These, these are a lot of evil out there, and and it's scary. It's scary. You know, I mean, there's the if you just look into it, I mean, the Gates family has a history of just murderous activity. His father is basically responsible for um, starting Planned Parenthood or basically turning Planned Parenthood into a real legitimate, you know, you know, of a thing. 
You know, I mean, he, he his father was a big upstart in, in Planned Parenthood when it when it was first a, a fledgling operation. You know, I mean, all right, it doesn't matter what your feeling is on abortion or anything else. You know, what it comes down to is uh, is it's still a death, and you know, a family that's big in eugenics, you know, depopulating the earth. You I mean you wouldn't, you know. <laughs> You, you wouldn't go to an abortion doctor for your, you know, for for, for fighting, you know, for, uh, you know, getting the best uh, nutrition, uh, you know, <laughs> advice. You know, that's that's yeah. not what they do. You know, that's what they do is they murder people and they've had a long history of it. And, you know, what you have the controversy there, people think, blah, blah, and I tell them, if you don't want a baby, tightly wrapped in your pants. Yeah. Okay, keep your legs closed, keep it in your pants. That's the best cure. And if you got to get it out, you got to spread it, then take the protection that's necessary. Yeah, you know, and that's another thing. And I think was, you know, one of the reasons why I never had kids. You know, why I was, I never had any kids because I always wanted to make sure everything was just right and righty and that I was definitely in love with the person I was going to have a kid with. And, you know, I'm not going to sit there and, you know, and I'll even say, I'm not going to. You know, I'm not going to disrespect a woman I don't care about by just coming in her and not caring. And, and, and I, you know, and some people could do that. I'm just, I just, you know, I'm just somebody that thinks about it a little bit and says, well, number one, I think it's disrespectful to the woman. And number two, all right, I'm, not, you know, wanting to have a kid with this person. So why would I take a chance? <laughs> you know, well, that's. But, you know, you got some here, you got some sneaky cases where the broad don't care. She wants your semen for the baby and she'll steal your condom or whatever. Or you got the gay couple and they're females who paid somebody at a sperm clinic to get the one pregnant. And they signed a paper saying, we promise we're not going to come after you for child support. And then as soon as the gay female breaks up with her partner, she mm-hmm. chases after the biological father for what? Oh, things she promised she wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's why you know people are gonna understand is I mean it's important that you know we do care enough about other people and everything to build trust and relationships with that with everybody. But you know you just can't always be totally trusting with everybody. You know off the you know off the board. You know it's just you just can't. You know, because we live in a world where there's so much deception, you can't just, you know, be, you know, hey, I'm going to give all my trust right away to this person. And, you know, that's something we got to watch for, too. And with all the shills and everything else that's out there in technology, you know, we might see something that sounds good and, and it seems right. But, you know, there's so many things that when I first woke up, I watched and I watched different people and different things and found out they were shills and you know i didn't allow my fact that i liked the person so much to determine that all right i need to stop paying attention to what they're saying because i could see that there's a problem you know so you know we do always have to keep somewhat of a guard you know it's it's one of those things i know they you know preach so much now the love and light shit which we know is part of the new age in the world religion agenda, but you know what? There's, you know, 
uh, what is it? An old biker once said uh, to me that, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with paranoia. It's what keeps you safe, you know, and, and that makes sense. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, you're setting up your guard and saying, hey, no, I'm not going to take this. You know, you know, like some of these shields or the trolls, they try and play the game where, uh, in, where, you know, they uh, put it on you. Like, uh, you did something wrong and you need to, you know, defend it. And it's you, it's all wrong. And you should you like, like, you need to care about, you know, what they say or what this or that question or this answer or whatever. And no, I don't No, I, I know enough about who I am and I, I'm going to keep my guard up. I'm not going to fall for the crap. I don't care. You know, I mean, you know, I, I, I am not going to, think that uh, you know that oh, i'm gonna have more respect if i go down a certain road or whatnot i'm just i'm gonna defend what i feel and if i'm wrong you know i'll see it sooner or later admit it and then move on well you know you're better off to go that way you go with the gut feeling and what you see mm-hmm. and if your feelings tell you so differently go with that before anything else and mm-hmm. And love and life. I mean, we could go to Sutherland Springs and get some love and life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's nothing wrong. You know, you you have to have a little bit of um, the ability to be angry and be mad about things because that's part of a self-defense mechanism. You know, if it was just love and light all the time, then you're going to become too welcoming where dangerous things can seep into your life. You know, there's nothing wrong with saying no. You know, so many people get scared to say no sometimes. You know, I, I know I have a problem saying no to my puppy. I know I have a problem saying no, you know, my nephews or whatever. And I think that's a little bit different. But, you know, when it comes to our own personal uh, lives, we have to build to, you know, just say no. You know, that's, an, you know, the crazy thing even with these false flags and everything else. So few times have we heard people say, what the hell? No. You know, they, they want to show you what everything is wrong about what happened, but they don't say, all right, let's do something. Let's do something to stop this. See that all the time. You know, what's wrong with getting some people in each state across this country that are willing to leave their homes and computers and hook up with another real truther, not a fake, and go out and do something? Yeah. What is so wrong with that? We can get three or four just starting, three or four people from each state, and then let that slowly build and leave our homes to do something. Then we would actually be physically doing something to fight back. One thing for sure, everything you do online is recorded, monitored, blah, 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 blah. And if you think you're going to make plans to get together with people online, I mean, you might as well just send a letter to them and say, we're going to meet here at this time because they already know you are anyhow. (laughs) So, you know, online is not the answer. You can help people online, yes. But when it comes to actually doing something, we need to leave our homes. Yeah, I mean, I want to start seeing people um, out there, you know, grabbing cans of spray paint and spray painting, you know, crazy shit on those little signs that they have when you enter a town, you know, 
the Masonic Lodge 211 or whatever, you know, whatever lodge number it is in your town or or whatever it is, or the um, Shriners sign or the whatever sign, you know, I want to see people tear them down, you know, spray paint them. You know, let these Masons and these other scumbags know that maybe they in the low levels don't know much. But, you know, all the things that the higher up ones doing are going to build hatred for the lower level ones. So, you know, you know, we need to start writing messages on these signs, start tearing them down, start doing things like that. You know, I mean, like I was saying the other day, you know what, you know, <laughs> who's who's there that we says we have to be nice? You know what? If nobody's around and nobody sees you, pick up a brick and throw it through the local Masonic Lodge's window. You know, don't get caught. Just do it. I, I, I'm sorry. You know, people don't feel, you know, that those things should be done or whatever. There's destruction of property, this or that. All right. Normally, I would say yes. But, you know, these people are not helping people. The Masons aren't good people. They're bad people. All right. So, you know, who cares? I don't even, you know, if it was me, I don't even care if I threw a brick through their window and went and freaking landed on somebody's head and knocked them out dead cold. Don't care. These people are evil people. Start, the, we need to start fighting back. That you know, quit being pussies. Quit being <laughs> pussies. At least the person hit by the brick will finally get some real rest. Yeah, some sense. <laughs> I don't know if you can knock sense. Into uh, yeah, my brother, yeah, but I mean, you know. But no, I mean, that's it. We need to fight back and we need to figure out ways to do it. And we need to be able to get together. But, you know, everybody's so disconnected. You're stuck on your phone. You're stuck on your phone not chatting. No, no, no. You're pushing buttons on your phone to type. And you think you're making a difference. A meme, a meme is not going to make a difference. You know, I mean, it's that's what they want. You know, the government actually... Uh, what was it, 2011, I believe it was, or whatever, they had uh, a part of it, it was like it was part of the Navy, or it was part of somewhere within the NSA a realm, where they created a whole meme department. So some of these political memes and stuff that start getting pushed out there all of a sudden, those are actually coming from our military. you got to remember, they, they like to take, you know, both sides of things and whatnot. And they understand that, you know, if people express a certain, you know, a belief or a or opinion, if they have a way of, you know, exercising that belief or opinion, they're less likely to revolt, you know? So they're giving us an outlet by creating some of these memes and everything else, you know? So if you think like some of these political memes that are out there and everything else weren't even, they're done by our government, you know? So... (laughs) It, 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 it's it's a crazy thing. You can't, you, we're not going to change the world online, especially the way that they're getting a stranglehold. Look at YouTube. Look at YouTube. All you have there is shills. You know, I was laughing because Bill showed me a video, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, this guy's been known for a shill for the longest time, and he just has a video up there, and he's got like 47,000 views. Roy Potter. I'm like, how the hell does this idiot have 47,000 views? Uh, you know, anytime I've had a video that's gotten more than a few thousand views, I get flagged and kicked off of YouTube. <laughs> so, so you're not getting truth from somebody that's got forty, fifty thousand views and got thousands and thousands of subscribers. No, you're not, and because they don't let that happen. His channel never gets flagged down. All you got to do is open your eyes and look on YouTube. Real truthers 
and then being booted off left and right. Their channels are strike, 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 gone. Strike, 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 gone. They create a new one and come up and strike, strike, gone. Okay? And they have to be careful like walking on eggshells. And they and their subscribers list is either going to slowly go up, see some plus down, okay? Or if they do, they're real popular. And even if Google is trying to hide them and push them to the back, they have a lot of people that still find them will come there. Maybe they'll get up to two, 3,000. But by the time they get around 3,000 subscribers, they're going to be gone again. They're going to have three strikes. They're gone because they don't want them growing. They don't want you here. But then you get other people around here like Roy Potter, Monty Graff, and Goodman. Oh, then their channels will never be gone. Dutch sense, you know. Right. Well, if you if you want to find out what they want you to listen to and watch, easiest way to do it is you know go on your YouTube and scrub all your history, all your stuff, you know, clean everything out, and then watch one or two um, no world order topics on YouTube, all right? And then you wait over the next couple of days, you look in your recommended list. <laughs> you want to know who's a shell, just go through your recommended list. And what they do give you is some of the higher quality or better produced um, uh, New World Order topics. And, you know, if you really look into them, they're all basically people, Bill Cooper or somebody else is exposed a long time ago, you know? You know, it's like coast to coast and all those other other things where, we're, you know, they do put on some real topics and some good stuff. And it doesn't mean don't listen to them because sometimes there's some good stuff on there. You know, it's just like anything else. You, you know, you got to take the good and throw out the bad, you know. So, I mean, not, I'm not saying don't listen to them because there are a lot of good topics and stuff on there that are good. But that doesn't mean that there's still not a hidden agenda behind some of these people. No. You know. For the people that are really awake. You can go to someone on one of these shows channels. You can watch what they're doing. Keep your enemies closer than your friends. Watch what they're doing. And you'll get to be able to pick out what they're telling the truth about and what they're BSing about. Okay? And if they're just throwing too much BS or fear porn at you, just leave. There's no point of paying attention to it. There's nothing there. I don't know if Bill Cooper was a shill. I mean, you know, that's a tough one. A lot of people have tried to prove it, and it's it's that one's been a tough. That one's that one's been tough. Um, I've I've never se- I've never seen enough proof to call him a shill. Yeah. You know, I just haven't seen it, and I've looked into it. Trust me, I've looked into it multiple times, and you know that that's that's a tough one. You know, I, I, I've, you know, I mean, a lot of people would like to say uh, he is, but, uh, and, and you know what? There's a chance he could have been. You know, I just haven't seen the proof on it. You know. No, I have not seen enough to tell me to steal myself neither. So you know, unless you can actually show something that'll actually back up that he is a shill, I'm not going to say he was not a shill, but I'm also not going to call him a shill. I had to see more to know that for sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, in the end, like, you know, even with the, the alien stuff, you know, you know, he, he said he had been deceived, you know, and, and, you know, he really, you know, put it out there on, you know, how much, you know, that, uh, uh, you know, even he was deceived on some things, you know, so it, it's, it's tough. It's tough. You know, I think there's many levels of different things, but, uh, 
you know, it's, it's a tough one. It really is. You know, I mean, what it comes down to it is we're at a point where, all right, what do we do? We call everybody a show, (laughs) you know, and that's what they kind of want. And we've got to remember that where do we get a lot of the info that is out there, especially the disinfo, it comes from the government. So, you know, that's a tough one, you know, and it's just a really scary thing. It's a scary thing. It's tough. Everything you learn, you have to re-siphon it and re-siphon it and re-siphon it. Yeah. Be careful with it because you may find out down the road that what you actually thought was truth was a lie or a psyops. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I, I could be completely wrong. Book up could have been a total show. And, you know, and if, if the evidence ever pops up that uh, I see that he was, well, then I'll, I'll admit it. But, you know, I just haven't seen it yet. No, that's it. I don't want to just call anybody a shill. The people mm. names that, I, that I've actually named on the show or named the video as a shill are actually shill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, they may not tell you they're a shill. I mean, whatever you do, don't go to their channel and say, well, blah, blah, blah. Or ask <laughs> the question like, are you a shill? <laughs> and we, we, we saw that happen before. We saw somebody get attacked. You know, after they really found out too much information, and so it, you know, and these people are dangerous. These, I mean, with more, you know, me and Bill look at these these people. I mean, you got to remember, where do you think these shows are coming from, and everything else? They're, you know, they're they're brainwashed tools of Mossad and our American government, and you know, which is all basically the same. And you know, this is the thing that people got to understand when it comes to the American intelligence uh, hierarchy. People look at secret society and the American intelligence, uh, you know, apparatus as two different things. They are not. Okay. You know, the Masons, secret society, whatever you want to do, the different uh, secret societies, everything else is our intelligence apparatus. As much as people don't want to believe it, that's, that's what it is. You know, when, when everybody that's in the intelligence you know, industry is part of, you know, either a Mason or one of these other, you know, secret societies, cults, whatever you want to call them, <clears throat> then it, then it's the same thing, you know, uh, you know, I can almost guarantee, you know, you, you go up to any of these divisions, you know, or any of our intelligence agencies, NSA, CIA, whatever, I guarantee you, you grab, uh, you know, the first, 10 people you see or whatever, they're all going to be part of some secret society. Yeah. How do you think they got their job? They'll be part of a secret society. And whether, whether it's the NSA, the CIA, NORAD, it doesn't matter. They're all part of the same entity. Just different programs. By different, the entity has a bunch of programs. Yeah. I mean, you know, MK Archer is still quite alive. A lot of people think it ain't, but yes, it is. They've I think that's that's a tough one. A lot of people are having too is that you know they 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 see these uh, you know American actors and they say, oh, okay, well you know Katy Perry is MK Ultra, this or that. And what you got to understand when it comes to the uh, entertainment industry, pretty much every single person you see or listen to in the music industry is a part of their MK Ultra program, you know, or whatever new name it has. You know, they don't, the people they put in front of your face, you know, just because they, they're smart or 
that could speak well or whatever it is doesn't mean they're not a part of this shit. You know, that's, that's why we keep on, you know, a lot of them are getting caught going, you know, back to the cults or the pedophiles or whatever, because that's all part of it. If you study MK Ultra and you study the programs that they did, that's all part of it. It's all part of it. So if you think you're seeing a newscaster or a politician out there and you don't, you don't think they're not MK Ultra, our CIA's had their hands on anybody of importance for a long time. If they have any kind of importance, they are part of a program, one way or another. They may not know it, but they are. You know, well, this has been going on for a very long time. Even with the military and your military, you know, the majority of people in the military don't even know what's going on themselves. They're just following orders. The upper echelon of the military that are the problem because they're the ones giving the orders and they're taking their orders from their daddies. Yeah. I have to call them their daddy because everybody thinks that that big daddy to hold their hand through life. Well, it is, you know, you know, people, you know, people don't understand that um, when it comes down to it is, is as much social engineering and they did to control society, they ruined society and it was part of, uh, you know, part of the plan to do so, you know, I mean, you, before you create something new, you have to destroy the old thing. You know, it's just like, you know, just like, you know, with like how they built the new twin tower, their twin, not tower, twin tower, because there's only one, the, the new tower. Well, they couldn't have put it there if they didn't take down the other ones. Right? You got to, you know, destroy the old before you can put up the new. Yeah, all the people that sign is that's right. Anybody that signs up nowadays is a problem. You know, I mean, but it's tough. I mean, how do you tell these kids when they um, when they go out there and they see these movies, you know, and all this great action going on and they get to shoot guns and be a hero. And that's what they see in the movies. Then they play in their video games where they can, you know, they, they can, you know, go all over in their, you know, and, and shoot them up and they shoot them up games and just destroy everything. And, you know, and then you get points and you're rewarded. And then how do you convince them that <laughs> this is not a good thing? You know, these kids, these kids turn 18 years old. They don't have any job opportunities out there. And, you know, they see the military. Oh, man, I get to go, you know, shoot these big guns and, you know, or fly these planes or these drones. And, you know, it's really cool. You, you know, just imagine trying to tell them, no, you're, you're, you're going to sign up to kill innocent people. They're going to that's not going to even register in their heads. That's sad. It don't. It don't. They're pawns right from the very get-go. You know, a lot of communities, the recruiters will show up at the high school, and they will center themselves towards the ones that are graduating, trying to push them into the military. And we'll give them their fake spill. They're going to grow up and be a man, okay? Mm-hmm. She's going to grow up and be a man by following your orders, huh? Yeah. And then they get them in boot camp and they finish brainwashing them. And now they follow their orders, the perfect little slaves, the perfect little patsies, you know, used for political gain, used for the bankers, for the corporations, used for their own gain. When they're through using you up, we don't care if you got your arm blown off or whatever happened to you. Once you're out of the military, we don't care about you no more. Now you're a burden on society. 
Uh, they know the military knows what they're doing, you know. And you know, you you see, I've seen them before. Is you know, after they go to, you know, do whatever they do, they go through their training and everything. They send them home. You know, they send them home for a little while, their family or whatever, so they can wear or over the holidays. You see them, and they're wearing their uniforms. And of course, they want them to wear their uniforms. You know, so that way they go to the stores or whatever, and you know, people start going, "Hey, thank you for the service." And you know, they can it helps boost up their oh, I feel great. I'm such a great American. Everybody's saying thank you and all this and that crap. And, and that's another annoying thing to me. It's like really, you know, I sit there. I, I, I've gone to the store with people before and, and I'll, there'll be like somebody in the line that's in the military or whatever. And they'll say, thank you for their, for your service. So I don't look at a friend or whoever said it and look at them. Like, what are you fucking retarded? And, and they, they you know, of course, you know, half the time your friends don't, you know, your friends, if they're not awake, they, you know, then they think you're an asshole, you know, <laughs> you know, and then you have to try and explain the whole baby killing thing to them. And, you know, that's a whole complicated thing if they're not awake, you know, so it, it's kind of a screwy thing, you know. They the, the military knows how to, you know, you know, boost these people, uh, you know, their um, their patriotism right through the, the roof, you know. That's they get them in the uniform. They get everybody saying thank you for your service. And these people, uh, they think they're they're what they're doing is wonderful. Oh yes, they're plates, and they think they're actually doing a good thing, and. They'll go overseas and really believe that these people somehow are terrorists and we're fighting the war on terrorism. And and they'll go over there and the poppy seed fields all in the name of war on terrorism. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's another thing, the whole Iran thing. I've seen the thing of regime change. And all. What do we, why would we want to do anything with Iran? They're peaceful people. They haven't attacked anybody in 200 years. They're, you know, doing things right in the Middle East. And everybody's, oh, well, they're the sponsors of terrorism. No, they're not. <laughs> the only sponsors of terrorism in the Middle East are Israel and Saudi Arabia and America. Exactly. <laughs> you, want, you, you want to stop terrorism, you know, take out, uh, well, I don't want, we can't take out America. We're in America. But, I mean, I guess you can <laughs> because we kind of need to take out America. We've got to redo it. But, um, you know, I mean, if if we were actually going to get rid of Middle Eastern terrorism, the number one you know place to go after is Israel. All right. I mean, that's obvious. I mean, anybody that thinks anything different, I mean, you pretty much got to be, you know, retarded. And, uh, you know, and I don't even want to insult people with, uh, you know, special needs <laughs> because those people that, that don't understand that Israel's a problem are beyond ridiculously unintelligent. And... Oh. And then Saudi Arabia, come on, look at those people. <laughs> you know, and then, Iran is no problem to anybody. What Jerry said is true. They haven't attacked nobody in over 200 years. Yeah. Stated themselves, you know, things. The United States and Russia set them up. Where do you think yeah. they got their nuclear program from? For real. <laughs> okay, we set them up. We gave them their nuclear program along with Russia. Then we wait and we come back and we attack them and use that as a ploy to paint them out as the villains to the rest of the world when they've done nothing to nobody. Mm. So, you know, I mean, I couldn't blame them for being highly irated America because we set them up. If anything, we should be on Iran's side attacking Israel. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, it would be a good thing if Iran attacked Israel. You know, I mean, just think about how much better the world would be if Iran kicked Israel's ass. Yeah. I mean, it just got rid of that problem of Israel. And, you know, I mean, it, it would scare maybe the rest of a lot of these Jewish people that are infiltrating our politics and infiltrating every part of our society. I mean, I've even been studying how the, uh, what was it, the American Jewish Committee was, you know, highly influential in the beginning of the uh, MKUltra program. So, I mean, these people have manipulated society so much, so much. And we're going to get mad at Iran? No. Let's give Iran some bombs to attack Israel. That's what makes sense. <laughs> but instead, you know, most Americans are too dumb to figure it out and are thinking the opposite. That's it. You know, you had one re- one good reporter years ago before everything was totally corrupt, even though most of it was already gone. And believe it or not, it was on one of your biggest lying news outlets, CNN. And the guy's name was Lou Dobbs. He actually was reporting truth. Now, he was good for a little while until he went all apeshit. Yeah, but then he, but then he, when he got into trouble for reporting truth, even when he wouldn't stop, and then he gets fired from CNN, and then he tried to make it sound like he resigned when he was forced out the door. And then they took a gunshot at him and scared the living hell out of him. And it worked. Now you can't trust him anymore. No. Nah. No. I mean, there's nobody in the mainstream news you can trust. No, there is nobody. Zero. It's not just like there's one person out there. There is zero. There that's, is nothing out there. That's exactly how many people you can trust in mainstream Zero. Mm. Alternative media. You can trust trust maybe two people, and that's only if you dig deep enough, and then you have to still question them. (laughs) It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. You know, it's a tough world we live in, you know. But, you know, we've got to get people away from, you know, jumping on whatever they want to convince you is the enemy, the next boogeyman, the next bad state, you know. It's We're not bringing democracy, you know. We're not... it's not even a good thing, but how are we even bringing anything good to a country that is doing well, that is doing well without us, <laughs> you know? That's it. Well, we were never a democracy to begin with. No. I pledge allegiance to the flag, you know, say it. The republic. <laughs> to the republic. To the and republic for which it stands, not for the democracy. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, and I mean, that's so in your face. When, so whatever time you hear them say we're in a democracy... Tell them to say the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag and see what they don't say. Fell <laughs> <laughs> out their mouth. Huh. Mm. It's, it's that simple to understand you're being lied to, and you hear that all the time. Mm. People say, oh, we're a democracy. Yeah, well, it's a democracy. And you can't even trust what's really going on in Iran anyways. I mean, you got to think about it. You know, these, these uh, Gazarians and whatever – where do they come from? They come from an area, you know, around Iraq and Af- and, and, and um, Iran, you know. And it's 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 crazy, you know. I'm trying. To, what's what's the word I was thinking? You know, you know, <laughs> uh, Aryan. Think about the word Aryan. 
It sounds a little bit like Iran. <laughs> you know? yeah, it does, doesn't it? Doesn't it? You know? I mean, pe- people just, you know, they, they um, trusted their history teachers instead of looking up their own history, you know? Well, people will question their teachers at school. I've even heard some sea stories. People in college question their professor or their teacher, and they get ridiculed, called names, cut down. Sometimes they even get thrown out. Yeah. Because you're not allowed to ask questions. You're not allowed to question something they're teaching you. Maybe you know different. You're say, trying to correct it. No, 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 teacher, that's wrong. It was actually this way, and the teacher knows he's lying to you. But now the teacher's mad because you dared to bring the real truth up to the class. So they say, you know, you're not in school no more. Mm. I guess I'll tell you, if you if you don't think the elite get a whole different type of teaching, uh, let me tell you something. That's <laughs> they sure do. I remember when uh, you know back in the day when I was selling pot and you know there's a couple of times we used to sell a lot of pot on the Yale campus. Why? Because that's where the kids that had money were, <laughs> you know, and. Um, you know, a couple of them, we, you know, dragged us off to one of their classes or whatever. We went to a couple. I remember me and my friend going to a couple of the classes, and I was just, I was just in awe. It would have, was the most amazing to me is they were all basically lecture classes. But um, the way the, the professors lectured and everything else, it was, you actually understood what they were saying. And I know at my school, I was like, you know, looking at, you know, my shitty state college <laughs> and, you know, my professors, I'd look at him and be like, what the fuck is he talking about? I don't even understand what he's talking about. <laughs> and then you go to, you know, you sit in a couple of classes at Yale and you're like, holy shit, I completely understand everything. And, you know, they teach the right way. They teach the right things. And, you know, the rest of the world ain't getting that, you know, or, you know, I guess the word, you know, as you could tell, because I went to a state college, that's why I used ain't. <laughs> but, 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 you know, the rest of the world is not getting the proper education. Well, the elites are, let me tell you something, those kids are getting what they need. You know, they may be, you know, their parents may be paying for it, but they're getting what they, you know, they're getting a, a better education and they're getting better opportunities and the people are getting screwed, you know, and it's, it's, it's once you see it, you can see how obvious it is. Yeah, it's what you call favoritism. They take their children, the elites do, and their children will never have to worry about going to war. Their children will always get the proper education, and they won't be eating the GMO food. They'll have the actual real healthy food to eat. Where meanwhile, everybody else, all of us, we get to eat the GMOs and the poisons, and we get to get dumbed down, and all because we allowed a handful of people psychopaths to control us because we all had to hold our daddy's hand. Mm. Yeah, I know there was a, I guess there was, from what I understand, there was a article in one of the UN's publications or whatever it was, and uh, they were super excited at the fact that, uh, you know, because they basically track all new births now around the world, and there's going to be 51,000 less births or, or whatever they were saying, you know, you know, you know, who really knows half, you know, half the shit they make up anyways. But yeah, I started to believe that there's going to be a lot less births than uh, the prior year because we know, you know, some of this stuff is working. We know that the male sperm count has dropped drastically. 
You know, we, we know that these things are happening. So, yeah. you know, this is, this is just a start, you know, the, you know, the depopulation doesn't need me or be a whole bunch of guillotines. It's, you know, it's happening as we speak, you know, we're breathing in the crap in the air. We're eating the crap in our food, you know, the water. I mean, you know, it's it crazy. It's like I put, um, you know, water from the faucet in my humidifier, which I want to stop doing. I'm going to have to get a bigger jug to get water from the spring and, and get a big one. But, you know, when I refill the humidifier, you know, I mean, Kalamazoo, when I lived in Michigan, the water was really crap in my humidifier, you know. And then because uh, I like to use the humidifier in the wintertime because I'd save a little money on the oil or gas or whatever I'm using. But here I use oil. And, you know, they raise the humidity in the air and it keeps the heat a little bit longer. But anyways, and it's not so dry. But, you know, I look in the uh, bottom of the humidifier and you can see, I mean, the water here is not as bad from the faucet as it was in Michigan. But, I mean, you just, I I encourage people. I mean, if you have, get a chance, buy a cheap humidifier, run it for a few days with the water from your tap. And then look inside your humidifier at the little bit of water that's left in it. And then, then ask yourself if you really want to ever drink that water again. <laughs> and let me tell you something, because the, the, you know, the, what, what's left over that's not getting vaporized, the heavy metals and everything else. I mean, it's just disgusting. It's just disgusting. And, uh, you know, I don't care where you are in this country. If you got tap water, uh, and you put it in a humidifier, you know, look at the bottom of your humidifier after running it a little bit and see what you see. <laughs> you realize that the crap that's going in your body is not good. Yeah, you realize you're drinking things you probably shouldn't be drinking. The spring water, I agree with you, is definitely going to probably be better. But I even have to start questioning it with all the crap that's spraying on down on our heads. Yeah, even that's going to be soaking into the water systems. You know, we can't even win with that. So it's it's, it's a real tough call. You almost got to get something uh, to filter everything out of your water. Maybe put it in one of the things that purifies your water. Well, no, I noticed, you know, I wanted to get another water purifier, and I looked at Walmart, you know, know, and I... uh, a couple of years ago, you could find them that take a little bit of the fluoride out. And I went and looked like the whole thing of um, filters, the, the whole rack there. And I couldn't see one of them. I was reading every box and none of them said, oh, well, they remove this, they remove that. They remove, you know, 99% of this, 90% of that, you know. But none of them said they removed the, the fluoride. Not one. Okay, you know, a couple of years ago, there was one or two. They were harder to find, but at least you would be able to find one. Now you can't find any that say they removed the, the fluoride. So what the hell is going on? You know, they stopped making filters that remove the fluoride. You know, then I don't trust any of these, you know, these, um, uh, these shill shows that sell the filters on their shows. I mean, if the, if the, if the person's a shill, why would I want to buy a filter from them? <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, we talk about Alex Jones. Who the hell in their right mind would buy a vitamin from Alex Jones? <laughs> right straight from Big Pharma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's eugenics. <laughs> Super pills, what it is. I would never buy a freaking pill from somebody like Alex Jones or anything like that. Are you crazy? You know, people people manipulate because they think that well, they can go to the pharmacy and buy their vitamins. No, you can't because the vitamins are all fake. 
Yeah. It doesn't have in it what it claims to have in it, and they know it don't. They labeled it that way so you would fall for the lie and give them your money. And, you know, the, from what I understand is, you know, the the rich elite, you know, actually have um, a lot of nutritionists that only work with the rich and elite. So they're able to get, you know, a lot of their vitamins and everything else. Um, I forgot what I was reading and I forgot it was Ray Kerswell. And he took like a hundred and something vi- uh, different pills a day. But the problem is, all right, they tell you this, but what is it he's exactly taking? You know, what is somebody like Ray Kerswell that, you know, wants to, you know, introduce all this transhumanism shit and everything else and, you know, live forever? What the hell is somebody like that taking for, you know, to be healthy? You know, I mean, because shouldn't that be open to the public if they got some kind of things out there? They got pills that are all natural or whatever that are helping them live to such old ages and be healthy. Don't you think that should be, you know, available to the public or at least the knowledge should be out there? I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's tough because, you know, I'm sure whatever he's taking, the average citizen probably couldn't even afford. No, I'm sure you ain't even able to get it because it's classified. Yeah. You know, they keep it in their own little freaking circle, their own little freak circle. Yeah. You know? It's for the freaks. You're not allowed to yeah. have it. Yeah, their little satanic freak circle, whatever they call them. You know, circuit jerk. You know, I know it's funny. I remember. <laughs> and I can't. And going back to, you know, in my days in college in New Haven, I remember one uh, one friend telling me that I went to Yale that, you know, they had they had a group of guys or a group of guys and girls. And they they called the group porn and chicken or porn and fried chicken or something like that. And what they would do is they all sat around and it'd be girls and guys, and, and they would get Kentucky Fried Chicken, and they would sit in a circle and jerk the other person off in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why I just remembered that, but I remember him telling me. And, you know, if you knew the person that was telling me this, all right, uh, you know, if you knew, I, I'm not going to say his name, but... I mean, this guy was the biggest nerd, and I mean, this guy wouldn't, you know, I don't think he even knew how to lie. I mean, I believe the story, but I remember it blowing me away that there was such a group like this, and it was that one of these elite, and, and, you know, when you meet some of these people at these, you know, these you know, elite kids and whatnot, they're such weirdos, and they, you know, you know it's their way of rebelling is doing some really stupid, weird shit, but, you know, I mean, <laughs> that one took the cake, Bill. I mean, uh, that, that one, that, that takes the cake. That's like totally nuts. So it's sitting around. Yeah, I mean, who even comes up with that kind of an idea? Eating some fried chicken and yeah. the guy next to you. Yeah, it's really weird. I mean, they actually have a Kentucky Fried Chicken that's like practically on the campus, and it's like a two-floor, you know, Kentucky Fried Chicken, and it's really bizarre. I mean, it was just bizarre that this. I don't know. I, trust their chicken after hearing that. <laughs> I, I mean, I. Huh. Just, and they have their own police department. It's it's really bizarre. I mean, these elites are just you know they're just you know we we you know you want to think of them as the dorky rich kid, but they're no, they're a bunch of weirdos. They're a bunch of weirdos. I imagine you know, they can order chicken strips from them too, huh? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, we we had some fun. I remember one time. <laughs> 
we were we were, we were fooling around with these girls on the, the bottom floor of one of the dorms, and the couple guys from the football team got all pissed off. And I hear my friend start screaming. I'm like, oh shit! I come running out the door to back him up. I see the football team coming down the stairs, and he swings his skateboard and nails one of them. We we just took off running. <laughs> I don't think we ever went back to that dorm. <laughs> I saw that. I saw him pick up that skateboard. I said, "Oh shit!" He flings it, hits some football player with the arm, and we just booked. <laughs> we booked out of there. <laughs> oh, that was some good times. Well, I think we all had good times when we were growing up, and sometimes, yeah. sometimes you get in a state of mind where you question your own self. Yeah. Why, why did I wake up? You know how much happier. Yeah. Before I woke up. Oh yeah, I know. Oh yeah. I mean, that part. I mean, because like when you wake up and you do gain some kind of moral um, instinct, it it does prevent some thought because you you know I I don't think I would you know you know nowadays do a crazy time like that you know but um, you know it's uh, you know I you. Yeah, why did I wake up, Bill? <laughs> you know, but we also have to find ways to entertain ourselves and have fun. You know, uh, well, we are awake. You know, that's I think that's what like you know, like I tell Bill, that's you know, that's why I like to do videos and do shows. I mean, it's a it's a way of self expression. It's a way of you know getting some of this frustration with everything I see out. You know. I use it to vent sometimes, and even like today, I got annoyed watching the shield keep reminding me closer to me. Yeah. And when I heard him say Roy Potter's name, I was like, oh, God, here we go. (laughs) And then when I seen the stupidity, the dumbness, I was like, oh, God. And and knowing as evil as these people are, child play came to my mind. And I thought about Chucky. <laughs> he was the good guy, now. So I went ahead and made a video when I named it the new 2018 Child Play Dolls. And the 2018 Child Play Dolls for this new year coming up is Monty Graff and Roy Potter. <laughs> I just couldn't help myself because I just felt like venting and I felt like being a little sarcastic. And so that's what I done. I did a video and I put a scene from Child's Play in there, and I went ahead a little, did a little seminal, uh, you know, uh, little programming for people so they remember what the shows look like. <laughs> in the middle of the short clip of Child's Play, the movie, I stuck I stuck Lonnie's picture and Roy Potter's picture in there, so you'll be watching that short clip of the movie, and suddenly you're looking at monograph. <laughs> well, you know, no, this year it's going to be really telling because they did get so much control over YouTube, you know, and, uh, you know, when they do do a false flag, uh, you know, what's watching the response to it, I, you know, I think it's I think it's going to drive people like me and you and a lot of other people in the truth community crazy because, you know, we, we've been, you know, pushed out so much on YouTube or whatever is you know it's really going to drive us crazy cuz you know i think we're going to see a response to it that we're you know n- you know not going to like cuz it's going to be uh, you know a, a res- you know that's in the perspective of a certain agenda whether it's anti-muslim or whatever it is or whatever it may be 
you know, some bullshit, part of a bullshit answer to whatever, you know, happens, you know, but I, I'd like to see what people have to say about uh, what they think is going to be the first major false flag this year. You know, that's what I like to think, you know, see what people think, you know, if people think it's going to be a mass shooting or if it's going to be, you know, blue beam or if it's going to be, you know, a car or a truck run them down or what people think are, you know, because I'm sure, we, you know, they've had so much, they've, they grasped so much control over YouTube and everything else. You know, they got to test it. You know, I think one or two of these little false flags is not going to be enough for them to test it. So I think they're going to have. Uh, a fairly decent size, you know, maybe close to the size of Las Vegas type of uh, false flag just to test, uh, you know, wh- what their stranglehold has been on social media. So oh. I'd like to see what people have to say. They think the the first false flag is going to be. Yeah, that would be interesting to put a list of what you think it's going to be. I mean, you know, I think one they haven't done in a while would be a bombing. But, you know, it's a, it's a good question, Mark. What's their first flight going to be of 2008? And I wonder how long it's going to take them to do it. I see. I, I think it, you know they you know they got to test their stranglehold that they've been getting. I don't know. You know, my guess is they probably gave themselves an objective to take so much control of social media and YouTube by a certain amount of time. You know, because you got to look at it from the business person. You know, if George Soros or whoever put so much money into getting control back of YouTube or uh, one of these other entities, you know, we need to, they're going to, well, no, we're, they're going to need to test it. You know, they're going to, you know, George Soros, if he's going to dump, you know, he's a businessman, he's going to dump a million dollars into such and such thing. He's going to want to know what the results are, you know? So, you know, I, I think they're going to have to test it. You know, if they dumped all this money in there, they're still going to have to test what kind of a result they got from it. I so, agree with you there. I totally agree. I do see that being the case and it's gonna be a real good question of where the where they'll do it, when they'll do it and what it will be. So I would say keep your eyes open. You you're gonna know it because that's the one thing that we'll know right away it'll be all over media. It'll be everywhere and they'll be shoving it down your throat, shoving it down yeah. your They'll pop the word strong on it. <laughs> yeah, they'll have the word strong on it. Yep, that's right. So, you know, you'll be able to pretty much tell once again. And then, of course, we're still looking for that first victim so that somebody can get $100,000 richer. Yeah. Haven't found it yet. I mean, you know, they know the, they know a friend of a cousin of a cousin of a cousin of mm. a friend of a friend and on and on and on. That was part of that BS. Yep. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they, they, you know, it's like funny when you hear people say that they, and they get mad at you when you, when, you know, I always laugh at them. I, you know, I always, you know, <laughs> I, I always, you know, reply with good. They're fake dead. And like, how could you? Oh my gosh. Well, you know, you know, that's <laughs> somebody just gave me a suggestion because I've been thinking about changing the name of my channel from awake time, you know, because it got stolen. But uh, anyways, and, and they said I should put put change my name to Jerry Strong. <laughs> there we go. I don't like it. I mean, just because it doesn't have a ring to it. But I mean, I think it's funny. That's a good way to get it back at him. But, you know, I'm strong, <laughs> the strong channel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Right Beyond. Flag. <laughs> uh, but 
We'll, we'll see a test here soon, I'm sure. You know. We How have... long is it? I wonder if there's what, what's what's their next uh, cult ritual day of the new year? Easter? I don't know. It's not until March. I'm sure they'll probably do one before that. Unless they get impatient, Jim. We yeah. have Easter, and I don't think can't think of anything before March. Yeah, I, I used to have a freaking calendar I saved that had the occult holidays that um, what's his name did once. Uh, I don't know if there's. Let me see if I can find one quick. Zachary might have an idea going by. He um, probably knows. What the next Jumanjaria date would be that they might be able to use for something like that. That might be up Zachary's alley. Yeah. Doc Marquise did one a long time ago. Occult Holidays. December 21 to 23. Okay. Specific dates. December. uh, Let's see. February 1 and 2. I've got this. Most popular. Uh, Patuxent. What the hell are they talking about? Valentine's Day? Yeah. Celebrate 13 days. Of, I don't even understand half of this crap. Uh, Valentine's Day? Okay. Well, uh, somebody just sent me something. Let me take a look. All right. All right. Yeah. January 1st, New Year's Druid Feast Day. And then January 7th, St. Winnebald Day. Animal and human sacrifice. Well, that doesn't sound nice. Human <laughs> sacrifice. Oh, yeah. now there you go. There you go. There, that that's a possibility there, right there. Yeah. yeah. And then on January seventeenth, which I'd rather see this one. The Satanic reveals it, it's um, it's a sexual holiday, and it's for oral. Well, I don't know. Maybe I don't want to see it. Oral, <laughs> anal, and vaginal. Oh, that sounds like. The- <laughs> Is that a calendar from? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> and then on St. Agnes Day on the January 29th, that's for casting of spells. Okay, so we got them on here. So, I mean, none of these days look too good. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm, a, I, you know, I'm not sure if they're going to do a false flag that has um, oral, anal, and vaginal involved. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't sound like something could be a false flag. Well, no you know, the worst part, this is the worst part, Bill. I'm going to have to show you this later. The worst part is there's an age. Like, it's, it's, it narrows it down for certain ages, right? And after it says, like, this Satanic Reveals Day, it's sexual, it's usages for the oral, anal, and vaginal. And then it has age, 17, or I mean, 7 to 17 female. What What the fuck? <laughs> Why? Why is this even a calendar? Why? What is wrong with this world? Wow. <laughs> wow. Is that <laughs> what calendar is this? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. It sounds like a really funny Yeah. I'm not on the page. Does Zach say it? I'll send it to Zach right now. <laughs> there you go. And little squirrels asking what our opinion or our opinions of Q and is more BS. <laughs> yeah. uh, 
that's what our opinion are. I mean, I think I think I'm answering for Jerry there. QAnon is another psyops. Yeah. It's a big fake lie. It's another psyops on the people. Just like WikiLeaks. Just like uh, Anonymous. It's the same thing all over again. It's more BS. I I just sent you the calendar. Oh, cool. (laughs) (laughs) What is wrong with this? I mean, drinking of human blood, okay, March 1st, that's drinking of human blood for strength in homage to the demons, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, you know, I don't know how much this, you know, was, you know, of, you know, just silliness or whatnot, but it's just the fact that this is even exists is insane. And then they got Good Friday, human sacrifice, male only. <laughs> Easter, Easter Eve, blood, human sacrifice, male or female. <laughs> but the, people, the male only one is dividing this people in this world. I don't think anybody's going to care of the male side. Yeah. But yeah. if they have the females on it, now that might piss a few people off. Yeah, I got, you know, somebody that sent me information, uh, you know, they're saying they, they're thinking January 7th. That keeps coming up. So yeah, that's probably a, sounds like a good one. Sounds about the right time they need to do it, you know. Yeah. You know, they had enough time to get what they needed to do under wraps. And then January 7th is, you know, it's the New Year's cools down. And then let's put something, you know. Animal on Animal and our human sacrifice. Hey, now let's think about that a moment. <laughs> Hold on, I'm serious here. Okay, animal and our human, right? Let's go with animal. Okay, is a bird considered an animal? The reason I say that because I can remember a few years it was, don't remember the exact month, but all these birds suddenly fell out of the sky? Yeah, we're, there was a couple of times that's happened. Yeah. Oh, they could have just flown into some chemtrails. <laughs> I <don't> know. Get a little dizzy. You know, because I can remember a couple of, years, couple of times that all these hundreds and hundreds of birds just fell were dead on the ground, fell out of the sky, so... And on that date, we have the animal or human sacrifice. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean, think about it. It wouldn't take them much to fire up harp, you know, shoot some frequencies in the sky and knock a shitload of birds down on their animal sacrifice day. Yeah. That wouldn't take much, you know. Everybody would sit there, who what's going on? Well, that's worth the trip. I'm going to run out again. <laughs> you got to follow this calendar, man. You know, you got some young kids. Keep them inside on... You know, satanic reveal day or whatever it is. <laughs> I mean, oh my God, the world is so screwed up. You know, these elites—they didn't just screw up the country; they 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 did a thorough job of screwing up the entire world. Oh yes, without a doubt, the entire they, world is so messed up. 
they made you know they made they made the uh, they made the world sick. They made the whole entire world sick. You know, here I got your dead birds fall from the sky. Uh, let's see. What? I'll check the dates. Let me see. If it tops up. Okay. When did these dead birds fall from the sky? I don't want to watch the dead birds. <laughs> uh, to January 27th. I think that's the dead bird day. Oh, wait. There's a couple times. January. When was that? Fifth. January 3rd. A whole bunch. There's, a, there's like a few days. January 3rd and January 5th and January 27th. Oh, it must have been the January third, and that's they fell from the sky. Wouldn't okay. Now we got to check the the calendar there. Make sure see if that's Dead Bird Day. <laughs> what was that? No, it didn't fall. All right, so they animals, see January seventh. So they had the day a little bit off. You know, they had the day a little bit off. But then again, maybe. That particular year, it was that day. <laughs> you know, they, maybe the days changed depending on the year. I don't know. <laughs> Who that, knows? That, that, it was close, though. That's the crazy thing is, the, is how close it was. It was only a few days off. You know, it was the fact that these birds died a few days off from the actual day that the birds were supposed to die. <laughs> That's crazy. You know? And Zach was able to demonstrate that one. He just put it in there for everybody. I would say, go ahead and read that because that's interesting. Yeah. I see. Hey, hey, I'm not popping up with any new um, live chat. That's weird. Oh, there it is. And then all of a sudden, it popped up again. Okay. okay. Oh. I'm sen- Zach, I'm sending you the calendar right now. He might know whether this has any. You know, yeah, that's something he could stand on it. Yeah, he might, he might say this is just a you know, stupid, crazy calendar. Who knows? And I just sent him that. I've never seen a calendar like that before. Yeah, yeah, he's right. Goyam and animal that's they mean the same thing in the Talmud, so you know, yeah, that means. Well, so yeah, I mean, in theory, you know, and their animal kill day may actually still mean human sacrifice day. <laughs> well, let's not do anything on January 17th. Cause yeah, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Stay inside. <laughs> Especially on that, you know, oral anal vaginal day. I mean, I mean <laughs> I'm yeah, not going anywhere. I think that's the day to stay sick down in your house. Yeah, sit down in your house and stay seated. Uh, not a really yeah. good day that day. Uh, what, what kind of holiday is that? Oh my! I don't, yeah, I mean, I mean, normal people. I saw you know, go shopping Christmas, have family over Easter. You know, go out and get candy, Halloween, even all these general pagan holidays and stuff. I mean, there's a big difference between, you know, animal sacrifice day, human sacrifice day, and then anal day. No. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. That calendar is completely different than what what, what should be. 
We could use oral, anal, vaginal day. I mean, all the- <laughs> <laughs> this world is so screwed up. <laughs> uh, and seven. All right, good night, Zach. You notice on the seventh it says animal or human sacrifice and dismemberment. And then it says if human, male only, ages between 15 and 33. I mean, yeah, that, I didn't, what the hell is that all about, Bill? That's fucking nuts. Yeah, it's all right. Wow, I mean, that's just freaking, that's just, this is insane. You know, here's the thing is that, you know, even if these, if the, even if these elite people don't follow this calendar, there's still a sick motherfucker that came up with this calendar. Oh, yeah. And I'm, <laughs> satanic sexual anal vaginal day is basically seven to, seven to 17 female. Well, what I'm scared of is there's a, there's a link there that says um, video and audio. I don't know if I want to push that. <laughs> Especially when they have a day that's called, uh, you know, April 26th to May 1st, Grand Climax. (laughs) (laughs) For one to 25-year-old females. What? What? No. (laughs) Here more than once, you got female or child of any age for sacrifice. Yeah. Sexual and blood. Oh, my God. Human sacrifice. Female or child, any age. Yeah, but then, then all of a sudden they have one that's not so bad. St. Bartholomew's Day, which I thought was all about a massacre, but that's for large herb gathering. All right, large herb gathering sounds fine to me. That one don't sound too bad. But the rest of them sound like insanity. Yeah, the rest of them are definitely something only a psychopath will think of. Oh, on Christmas Eve, you're supposed to receive body parts as Christmas gifts. Infant male. What? What is right? What? Yeah, what is what the what the freak? I don't want that for a birthday present. What's wrong with you people? <laughs> these people are these people are crazy. Don't send me any. Uh, I don't want any birthday presents. It sounds too. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I you know what? I'm, I'm gonna click on this audio video thing. Let me see. Hopefully, I okay. It don't look too bad. <laughs> Just some Illuminati MK Ultra ones. Videos. I don't see anything too crazy. Okay, that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. The Goonies. Why is the Goonies under this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure we'll find out. Well, we find out all, a lot of these movies and a lot of these movie producers are all part of, you know, the bullshit. So I'm sure the hidden messages will be, you know, shown in some of these movies and stuff. Yeah, it looks like a you know, it looks like an interesting website. It's got a lot of stuff. Kind of bizarre. <laughs> yeah. Well, our time's about up unless you want to carry it over. That's yeah, all right. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't much matter to me either. We can carry it over. I guess we'll just leave it a vote. For the people yeah. out there in the chat, if you want us to carry it on for a little while longer, just type yes and we'll stay. Otherwise, we'll be on out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll give them a minute to decide there, okay? And then um, as far as my next show, that'll be on Monday. Yeah, the blog talks about gone here, people. So we'll say goodbye to blog talks.